0: So, you're active duty military right yeah. now. Yeah, active yeah. duty. Uh, so, that the Afghan war seems like the most pointless 20 years in history at to this who? point to me. I mean, as, as soon as we left, the Taliban took over. So, like, and they're, I mean, they're even like kind of rubbing it in our face. Repeat that. Know. As soon as we left and pulled out, the Taliban took over uh-huh. like, in- instantly. So what were we doing the last 20 years? It, it, I don't know. It literally, it seems like it was pointless. And uh, the Taliban's giving, you know, uh, they told Joe Biden they want all U.S. troops out by September 11th, the 20th anniversary of
1: 9-11. So let me ask you this, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Well, because this is kind of the lane I, actually not kind of, this is the lane I am involved in within yeah. my job within. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. As far as like strategic intelligence goes, so I don't want to speak on what I think because everyone is allowed to have their own opinions. But from the normal average civilian, and I say average just because you have no affiliation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Have, I don't have anything.
0: I don't have any insight. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: no affiliation with it outside yeah. of a friend. Yeah. Your whole, what's your take on it? uh and and hold on i don't just mean current state i mean 20 years later here we are yeah 20 years ago we were here yeah summer is what do you think um because we went over there sorry we went over there because of 9-11 yeah okay go ahead
0: so uh i guess in my eyes the whole 9-11 started with uh bush saying they had uh
1: weapons of mass, mass destruction, destruction.
0: yeah right. no evidence i've ever found so then it kind of turned into let's try to stabilize uh this area uh because we don't want you know terrorists to have a whole foothold on a country um try to um train them supply them and uh get them ready for when we do pull out to the inevitable would be uh the Taliban try to take over again, you know, and hopefully we had them trained and prepared and ready to uh, squash it down themselves, I guess. And okay. uh, they didn't at all.
1: But what's your take on it? Good, bad.
0: It, it, it sucks, dude. Honestly. Uh, what sucks? It, it looks like a waste of $2 trillion. No way. It looks like it. That's what it looks like. Um, and it, uh, it's weird because everybody wanted out of Afghanistan, you know, everybody, everybody has been talking about, Oh, let's let's, like Trump was talking about pulling the troops out, you know, before Biden, you know? And so it's like, we finally did it and it went terribly. So like, unfortunately, uh, the blame kind of falls on Joe Biden, but so I I would say um, he was just kind of doing what was, I've heard that he was set up, that the intelligence community knew that was going to happen. And they were trying to make sure that he was telling everybody it wasn't going to happen because it was
1: inevitable. Well, I'll say this, right? I don't think any one person deserves the blame. Yeah. Right. Right. It's impossible to blame one person. Yeah. And and I try and be, you know, I try and speak with context, right? Yeah. Like I think it's someone's fault. Here's why.
0: Yeah. It'd be like trying to blame Trump for COVID and saying he killed 10 million people. And you're like, it's one fucking dude. How did he kill anybody?
1: and, And I, and I don't want to, you know, Oh, it's all Biden's fault. No, especially in a situation like this, you know, do I think there's things that could have been handled better? Yes. Because this is like you said, the intelligence resources, they have their eyes on this situation every second of every day for the last 20 years. Yes. Resources that you couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Right. So I don't think it's all Biden's fault, right? And I do obviously have to acknowledge Trump started the negotiations of how to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. Yes. Even before that, so did Obama.
0: Yep. Obama so, it's been it's been a long conversation trying to get yep. out of Afghanistan.
1: It has, right? Because Obama, that was when I first joined. Yeah. 2013, bro, when I joined, the slogan that was getting spread widely throughout the Marine Corps was the reawakening, right? Uh-huh. A new shape of the Marine Corps because all the Marine Corps had known for the last 12 years was deserts, mm-hmm. i.e. Taliban, like insurgent fighting, yep. IEDs, yeah. no more conventional war. It's unconventional,
0: yep. right? Guerrilla
1: warfare, exactly. Guerrilla yep. warfare. Yep. So I would say tr- Obama kind of had the forefront of it. Trump, and he was eight, he was eight years, two two terms. Yeah. Trump kind of revised it, revamped it. Biden was left with the crumbs. Yep. Now, it's tough to say, right? Because, obviously. With me being active duty, I'm able to take myself out of the equation. We don't want to lose lives. None. We don't want to lose lives, whether that be be service members or whether that be Afghan locals, right? Yeah,
0: people fucking falling out of planes, you know? You don't want want that to happen. Yeah, it looks horrible.
1: Death death. Death is – nobody enjoys it, right? You can't prepare for it. Nobody Mm -hmm. likes it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: With that being said, this is where I think it starts to depend on what someone believes, or how they view the situation. Yeah. Democracy, bro, is a never ending issue. Yep. And when we claim to be the world's power and we wanna be the forefront of- Freedom. Freedom, right, exactly. We wanna be the forefront of freedom. We have to practice what we preach. Yep. In order to do that, you got millions, probably one to two million of Afghan locals who don't have a choice, bro. Yeah. Yeah they were either born into it or the kids are born into it. And by into it, I mean, it's like, if you don't obey the rules, we'll take your mother, father, kids, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's similar to, uh, the cartel running Mexico. It's just like,
1: so to kind of summarize it a little bit or to speed this up a little bit with where I'm going rather than just broad points, you know, obviously we went over there for, weapons of mass destruction that quickly yep. turned into we're facing a real enemy like we haven't seen
2: yeah. seen
1: before you yeah know, up to the iraq iraqi war but yeah you know it's tough because we send all these different branches over there there's obviously different countries that are playing an in interest yep. whether it be allies china russia everyone had a stake in there
0: yes which is uh you can keep going but
1: i'll, I'll start going down my rabbit holes in a second <laughs> so we all had a stake in it right Obviously, but yeah. we're the forefront of it, right? Yeah. we're the one who declared we want to do this. Yeah, so how do you necessarily pull it at the right time? Because the Taliban they don't have a time, bro.
0: So Easton told me yesterday they have a saying in the Taliban America has all the watches, but we have all the time.
1: It's funny, Easton said that. I don't know if I've told you that before. Yeah. I, when I was going through the uh training of becoming an Intel guy, yeah, Intel analyst, I was getting taught by one of my instructors. He did his time in the whole, uh, you know, the wars, and now he was given back being yeah. a, an instructor. Yeah, and uh, he said the scariest thing he ever heard. He's sitting in a brief prior to the mission or prior to the op getting conducted, and uh, you know, somewhat something similar was said. Basically, you have the watch; we have the time. Yep. So they were willing to wait this out. Why? Because they don't have a, They don't have a timeline, bro. No. That's the issue with this. Is you can't just pull people in and take people out. Especially like it, announcing you're taking them out. Yeah, you can't just make it okay on in four years you want to take them out. That's not how it works. Yeah. So yeah, I, I could see how the normal, and no offense to you or anyone, yeah. how the normal person would be like two trillion dollars spent. Well, is it two trillion dollars? Because how many lives were lost? How many lives were saved? Yeah. What do we do for the country of Afghanistan? Right. Yeah. yeah. What do we do for the government, their Iraqi forces, their army? You know what I yeah. mean? all the equipment we provided them, all the training, the resources, I can teach you how to be the best podcaster ever. Yeah. Or I can teach you how to be the best whatever lawyer ever. Yeah. If I give you the tools, you have to apply them. Yeah. So is it our fault or is it their fault?
0: See, that's the thing. So that's what I was saying. It kind of just seems like we – The whole point was to give them resources, let them know. Whenever we do pull out, the inevitable is going to happen. The Taliban is going to try to take over. So you need to be prepared we're going to prepare you and uh it seems yeah. like they were not prepared
1: i mean trust me dude there was a time when afghan afghanistan seemed to be under control yeah and it has nothing well maybe it does right well it definitely does during the trump administration trump or afghanistan was under control yeah they knew you poke the bear you're gonna feel the repercussions
0: there was a lot of uh i guess seriousness in trump's foreign policy and uh Donald Jr. brought uh, a lot of peace agreements to the Middle East.
1: I mean, Afghan, I wouldn't say it was a completely safe country at the time, but it was under control, right? Like we mm. knew what was going on. And this is all just broad terms, just because I, I you know, I mean, there's no way that we could discuss what I really what what is really yeah what has taken place. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if there's a the right timeline, but like you have to keep some sort of presence there. You I know to. You have to. That yeah. doesn't mean you take thousands on thousands on thousands every six months or every few months, but you have to have a system of rinse and rip. We call it. You go yeah. guys touch. You know what I mean? I went, I did my time Replace me. Yep. It has to be some sort of ongoing contingency that allows them to continue to train and advise so that this doesn't happen. Yeah. With that man, you know, if I have an agenda in my head and that's passed along through generations of generations, nobody's going to change me out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their agenda, their utmost priority is to deter America.
0: Uh, they, to the Taliban.
1: Absolutely. Oh, Dude,
0: it's, it, you, you can't ever put into the equation the passion of the enemy. And when they're no. fighting, and when they're fighting a holy war, when they're fighting a war to take right. down America, to put Sharia law over the world, to bring you know jihad to the world, dude, I don't care if you're, if, if, I don't care if you have four times the amount of people. Yeah, if, if your three hundred thousand are kind of into it, and their seventy five thousand are literally willing to die for their holy war.
1: Yeah, you lost. I'm not a scholar, right? Like, yeah, but. You know, this started well before the invasion yes, of Iraq. yeah yeah. well before the of Iraq in yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, we moved into Iraq, bro, and uh, I believe it was Baghdad, the city of Baghdad. They said it would take months on months on months to capture and seize Baghdad as U.S. territory. Now, yeah, or U.S. claim this. Yeah, boots were on the ground. We took it in three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, they said months, years, potentially. Yeah. So when America wants to get involved in the killing business, they can do it. it We do it at the highest level. Yeah. So three weeks of saying, yep, this is ours now. This all, I only say the whole scholar piece to say that this started well before that, because they believe that's their land. Yeah. They believe America put them in this situation to begin with. Yeah. There's a lot of people that'll say the Taliban and ISIS and Al Qaeda and AQAP and the Houthis backed by Iran, that we created all that. We
0: did. The CIA did. We armed – we armed them to uh, – I wasn't – I'm not too far uh, into this knowledge, but I know that we armed them in order for them to take somebody out. We armed, take their, yeah. we, we armed them as a militia, and then they took them out, and then they flipped on us, which I mean – whatever. you could, have, I mean you could have seen that coming, but
1: it's, – It's a complicated situation. Yeah. I mean I – I mean, we talk about it a lot at work, obviously. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate, man. There's always going to be an enemy out there. Yeah. Right. Like that's the thing when you're talking about world relations and alignment and and peace agreements, dog, you're trying to get countries on the same page as you. It's not going to happen.
0: People make it seem, especially with this whole, uh, World Health Organization UN like doing these mandates like worldwide and stuff they 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 had this false idea that globalism is like we're all going to get together and sing kumbaya right. and it's right, like right. unfortunately somebody's going to want to sing kumbaya and while somebody's going around stabbing everybody in the back cuz they want to they want control nobody wants to be together nobody wants
1: to rule together
0: that's the all. thing dude.
1: it's it's like it's like you get 20 guys together and try picking the same place to eat yeah you might get majority, yeah, and majority rules, right? Yeah. But now I have to have countries and hundreds of thousands of millions of people that are involved with these different countries, like yeah, in the Middle East, that know this is how we want to do it. And if you don't agree, then you're wrong. Well, yeah, that's not realistic, but it's yeah. part of the business. Yeah. So it's it's a it's it's a unique situation, man. And I am not a scholar, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that. You have to have a presence there because yeah. if you don't have a presence there. I mean, you're, you're not start. a
0: scholar, bro, but you're in the, you know, like you, you got a good, you got a good idea of what you're talking about when it comes to this subject, at least. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: I, I mean, I do but again, but yeah. like I try and see it for what it is. Like yeah. the $2 trillion, I get it, but how else do you fund a war, man?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it just really sucks that it seems like a waste of time because literally as soon as we left, yeah, it, it happened. It didn't even you know, take two weeks for them to take over. It's so I don't
1: want to. I don't want to speculate. You know what I mean. I have my own own opinions and stuff. But it's, yeah, yeah. See I now,
0: see now, I can start getting down my rabbit hole if uh, we we can get off the, the yeah, actual facts. Uh, I've been hearing rumblings, dude. Uh, it's an old war tactic. Once you conquer a place and you leave it, you scorch it. You destroy the land so you can't grow on it anymore. People can't take the land back and start thriving again. Yeah. So the only it's, it's happened to an imperialist throughout history. So the only way to leave a place when you leave is to leave it in turmoil. It's just like history repeating itself over and over and over again. Yeah. And so, like you said, there's actually a lot more countries who are invested in Afghanistan rather than just America. You know, it's not just us. everybody, especially Americans. We wanted to think. America versus the Taliban and Afghanistan. But there are a lot of countries who want control of the area, who want control of the resources, who want to have uh, access to the ports. It's just, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's the Middle East. It's kind of like smack dab in the middle of a lot of important things, even though the climate's known for, oh, desert, you know, nobody wants to live there. It's very rich in a lot of natural resources and stuff. One in
1: particular
0: yeah uh oil yes exactly and so uh and so it almost seems like if there are like it's almost it's undeniable that there are other countries invested in afghanistan so it seems like this chaotic takeover as soon as you know we start pulling our troops out and saying this stuff it seems like it was like allowed to happen. You know, there's too many countries who could have stepped in and said, we actually don't want Afghanistan to be taken over by the Taliban. But- right,
1: you're right. Countries countries very well could have intervened. But it's again, do you want to fight that fight?
0: Yeah. Uh, Do
1: you fund it? And that two trillion dollars man, I think the frustrating thing for me is like, you know, I saw something online the other day and it was like $2 trillion, what that could have been spent on. Oh, like, you can't do that, man. Yeah, no,
0: no. Because, like, oh, I it mean.
1: It could it could end uh, the student loan debt. It could end unemployment. It could fund small businesses, healthcare, hospitals, mortgages. And I'm like, bro, it's not like we had $2 trillion that was given to us from a trust fund. And it's like, hey, here's $2 million, America. It's like, yeah. no, there's an enemy who wants to knock on our door, which they did in 9-11. And yeah. That's scarred for life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you either have to go put them in their place yeah. or face the consequences. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to fund the war, you know, it has to be, um, but, and again, this is another rabbit hole, you know, war is a business in itself. War it is makes, a business. War makes a lot of a lot of evil people have funded both sides of a lot of wars. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of big banks and big money that have supplied funding and weapons to both sides because Bro, it makes them money. You know, chaos makes money.
1: War war is war is probably the most expensive thing any country will ever have to yeah, do. Yeah. And it is good for business. Why? Yeah. Because when you have something that a country is backing, everything has to be production wise. Yep. So, logistics wise, transportation wise, economy wise, food, yeah. Medical, yeah. healthcare, cooling, yeah. cleaning, all the money is going into these resources, which then is allowing them to expand. Yeah. It's the same thing of like, okay, I opened this small restaurant. Okay, well, we need to feed more people. We open a separate location. Volume's yep. doing good. We have to expand. You yep. know what I
0: mean? Yep. It's
1: the and, same thing. Uh, yeah.
0: And um, this is uh, totally unrelated, man. But, uh, COVID big moneymaker. It's a war. They literally, it's literally a, an attack on ourselves. It's like a home front war that we're putting on ourselves. Cause it's making a lot of people, a lot of money. And, uh, it's just nuts that, uh, it, everything you're saying about war applies to you. get a comment. Everybody has to be against COVID. Everybody, you got to get your shot for your neighbor. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing that. We're all on the same page. It's all the news is ever talking about is cases and breakthrough cases and variants. And it, uh, it's sick, dude. It really, I, I there's a lot of things going on outside the world, you know, other than COVID and Afghanistan. Unfortunately, I don't want to be like, I'm not there. So I don't want to think about it, you know, but I have a lot of good things going on for me every single day, you know, I work right on the fucking lake. I, you know, I work with cool people. We, we might have differences, uh, and like political opinions, but we never bring them up. You know, we're all friends and like the media doesn't want you to think that the world's that way. They want you to think everywhere you're going to go, you might get COVID and everywhere you're going to go, there might be somebody who's a closeted white supremacist, you know? And so it's just, uh, it's really sad that, you know, there's not nuance to like all of these things and that we're not, enjoying life man we live in the like america is the freest most awesome country in the world dude and we're just it bringing is. like a media war on ourselves and like it this is. uh it's just creating distrust and the uh, i don't know man it really fucking sucks i think
1: it's i don't think there's an easy fix i know there's yeah. not an easy fix it's not a one it's not a one thing switch you know what i mean it's yeah not like, oh, we do this we're good it's it's a collective effort it's a hands-on effort from different parties countries you know and and that's what I'm saying, man. There's always an enemy out there. Yeah. You know, so and back to what you're saying, America definitely is the best country in the world.
0: Hands down, ever.
1: And and if someone thinks otherwise, it's like, okay, because you vacation in Europe, okay. Well, that's a vacation. I just but,
0: saw a million French people protesting lockdowns. So
1: So, like, because you vacationed in six years ago and you're the time of your life, that's not that doesn't mean whatever country that you went to is better. It's like, okay. Really take a look at that. What is their freedom? What is their policies? What are their taxes? What are they, Do they allow you to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. How much money does the government take? Yep. Because guess what? You or I can become a millionaire on our terms if we yep. want. I don't know. I mean, I've been to like nine, 10 countries since I've been in. Yeah. Some third world countries, others beautiful like Dubai. Yeah. And I can tell you, there's a huge gap between what people claim as this country, these countries are so much better. No, America is still the best, man. Yes, like, hands down. And it's not even just the best as in like scenery, because I'm not speaking of scenery. I'm talking about like, guess what, man? You need yeah. to go to the hospital. You can go to the hospital today. Yeah. You can go get seen by some of the best doctors we have in this world today.
0: I hate when people say, uh, you know, healthcare is right, blah, blah, blah. We need free healthcare, all this stuff. I'm like, listen, dude. Healthcare is kind of free in America. Like if you get in a car wreck and you're dying, they're going to fix you. And if you say, I can't pay for this, guess what? They're still going to fix you. They're still going to fix you. Like you can get healthcare no matter what. Like somebody will help you and they'll try to give you a bill later. It's not like they try to bill you before and, oh, your car got declined.
1: No more surgery.
0: It's like, oh, you need help. We got you. We have the resources. We have everything. And guess what? We'll just
1: write it off if you can't pay it you know Bro, like the health the healthcare, the transportation that we have the schooling that we have the systems that we have the like the technology that we have collectively it's easy to say oh this country because you don't ever hear anything bad about them yeah okay well i'm letting like you know not me but like it's more than just what you see and what you don't see yeah I mean, it's quality of life yeah, and just because our media is so loud over here, as far as oh everything's portrayed to be so bad and America's falling apart, it may appear that way only because the media is wanting you to think that.
0: Yeah, literally, and so um, it, it people who live in America and are who don't like it, I really I don't understand it. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Uh,
1: it, it is what it is, man. You yeah, know, there's. there's there's plenty of Americans who live in here who don't don't like one bit of America.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, so you said you've been in 10 countries, right? Mm hmm. Uh, the Philippines was one or like Taiwan was one of them or Philippines, Philippines. I just recently heard that they have. Uh, Transgender like women who are like so attractive that you came into other trans. Is that
1: you you recently heard that i
0: recently heard that on i think it was joe rogan's podcast uh they were talking uh maybe like with andrew schultz or something and they were like mm. i just had a friend go to the philippines and they told me like there's a lot of trannies and they're they're pretty banging you couldn't even tell like is that something that you could you are there are there like a lot of trannies in yeah. the Philippines yeah 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 that's weird I mean not weird but uh that's what they're known for like not known for but like kind of like an unwritten thing is like
1: Bro, there's a lot I of trainees
0: in the Philippines.
1: I was there for four or five weeks. I think yeah, five weeks, right? Working yeah. with the, uh, the Philippine Air Force. Yep. And all of their guys. And obviously, we have our downtime, our liberty, you know, go out, see whatever. Yeah. 100%, man. You know, you wouldn't be able to tell that's a guy or a girl.
0: And there's a... It's like you should almost have your guard up 24-7 there that it could be a
1: guy or... Yeah. Well, I mean... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say your, your guard up, but like, you gotta be careful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't drink a little, do they drink sake there? Um. Or is that just like, uh,
1: like an American, is that
0: like an American Asian thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's prevalent in the Asian Pacific, but that is the Asian Pacific, you know? So.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah that literally had me cracking up and i thought about you like instantly i'm was like, i pretty sure robbie was there i wonder if you could speak on that
1: well dude it was beautiful
0: yeah yeah
1: i mean the the, the places i saw i went i mean from the scenery to the life like to the nightlife it was beautiful yeah.
0: did uh the nightlife yeah so they have some pretty cool clubs there i went out to a couple bars
1: Dude, the bars were good everything's yeah. super yeah. cheap the, yeah. the, the place we stayed was beautiful i mean we were flying, so I was with uh, my last, you know, we were flying, dude, our, in our helicopters, and we were flying over, like, volcanoes and mountains and, you know, like, mountain lines and, and waterfalls and stuff. It's beautiful. That's dope. So, it's cool. It's definitely one of the better places I've been.
0: Yeah. What's the worst place you've been to? If you can, like, if you were if, like, if you're allowed to talk about, if it's, like, a, Oh, I wasn't supposed to be there type thing. You don't have to, but what's the worst place you've been to? That
1: as like quality of life.
0: Yeah. You're just like, man, like this is a shithole. Like I feel really bad for everybody who lives here because they live in a shithole. even as, if it was, maybe it wasn't a shithole, you know what I'm saying, dude? But like uh, what's just like like, oh man, that's poverty. That's poverty. Like I haven't seen.
1: Africa was pretty beat up. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, parts would you? I mean, Africa's a huge ass continent. I went to Djibouti. Okay. So Djibouti sits just across from Yemen, just mm-hmm. north of Somalia.
0: Yeah.
1: It's
0: um, so like North Africa.
1: Yeah, North Africa. Yeah, right yeah. There. yeah. So they, they got a joint base there, and I was there for a month as well. And it's uh, right outside the uh, the Red Sea. Okay. And the Arabian Peninsula. Yep. And it's it's poverty, man. It's oh, third it's world sad. country. Its, yeah. Third world country at its finest.
0: Yeah. God, man, those, uh, those like, uh, slum huts I see like in India, like on flyovers and stuff, dude, you know what I'm saying? Just like stuff like that makes me so sad, man. Just people literally living in filth and just poverty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. And then in America we have so many, everything else is figured out that, uh, we got to start yelling at people for being mean on Twitter and stuff, you know, and trying to start ban people from the internet you saw twitter uh was gonna let taliban accounts keep their accounts
1: yeah they, that's crazy
0: that's apps that's the most fucking that, nuts thing i've ever seen in my that life
1: just, that just makes me like wonder bro like where are we really prioritizing
0: no, literally because i mean they'll kill you in uh like, Afghanistan for, like, being gay, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Taliban is not going to put up with that, you know? There's not. Mm-hmm. And China has all these things that they're doing that's going on that's nuts, you know? And we're, like, so happy that we voted Trump out of office because he was, like, calling it the China virus or, you know, calling people fat on Twitter. Right, you know? right, and right. It's just, like, what are we worried about, you know? Like, we should, yeah. we should all be concerned about third world countries you know and just like yeah yeah, literally just trying to i don't know it's it's really nuts it's it's just uh unfortunately dude every single civilization who's ever experienced world dominance has gone has experienced this where life gets too easy and uh i think it was joe rogan talking about this dude a lot of them the fall of empires the first thing you can kind of start to tell that the empire is falling cuz they become obsessed with gender. They become obsessed with sex and gender and just like things like that. Like that's like was one of the things that happened to Rome. They became a yeah. very uh liberal
1: and uh It's an easy concept, man. If if there's a new if there's a big bad bully and the big bad bully leaves, who's going to be the new bully?
0: Yep. And once you conquer all the bullies, it's like what else do we have? Oh, yeah, you're being mean on yeah so uh i mean i'm all for you know calling a uh, a person that preferred pronouns i like, guess no difference to me you know yeah uh but i uh i don't necessarily agree with everything else that's
1: uh going on Bro, uh, with it completely but, completely unrelated to yeah. Completely unrelated to any of this. Yeah. The Patriots looked good last night. That's what I heard, dude. 35-0. And I get it. It's the Eagles. They didn't have a lot of their starters. But NFL football, man. Yeah. They put them in their place. Yep. Right? Cam looked good. I don't care what anyone watches. Like, oh, Cam's washed. Okay, so be it. He looked good. Yep. Mac looked phenomenal. Our run game was whatever we wanted to do. Like, I mean, our, defense, our defense was flying around. Joe Flacco looked awful. Yeah. So, you know, makes me makes me excited. I, uh, I tweeted this morning. I said, Pats will win the AFC East. Odds are- think so. Oh, they will. And think so. uh, they definitely will. And um, odds are 280 right now, plus 280 right now.
0: See, that's surprising. I thought they'd be like a plus 400 or something.
1: Well, I think Miami was initially when it first came out with the odds. I, uh, Miami was the second favorite, but I think, you know, acquisitions got made. People started to pick, you know, their heads up and like, okay, Pats are second favorite. Yeah. But uh, what are the what are the bills, know, bills though? Better. What are the Bills only like well, minus one eighty? I think minus one. Uh, minus like one thirty, I think. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. And I, I, if the Bills win, I'll tell you right now, it won't be easy.
0: Yeah, I mean. If you have a run game and a good defense, you're going to be in most games, you know. So that's exactly. all the Patriots have to do is be in all the games and let the cards fall where they may. They might go
1: Bills are minus
0: 169, huh? Bills are minus 160. See, I would have thought they were like minus like two something.
1: They're good, bro, but it's They're not favored like that in Vegas. It's You know, if the Bills win, I'll say I'm wrong. Obviously, I think the Pats do make the playoffs. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah but i mean i could see us split with the bills i could see us going 10 and 7 11 yeah, and the, 6, no
0: i think 10 and 7 is probably what you're ceiling. i think 8 and 9 to 10 and 7 is
1: 8 to 9 10 and 7 i see yeah. 11 and 6 is our ceiling
0: Oh, uh, well i think the cowboys ceiling is about 8 and 9
1: i'm ki- well i'm so we open up week 1 in yeah. foxborough against miami okay and I State, think gonna,
0: statement game right there. Yeah. You I gotta, think we're going
1: to blow the doors off that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know? Bill, Bill's got the,
1: Bill's got the, the army ready, bro. I think um Miami's going to come in, obviously, like you said a statement game in a league where preparation and preparing and, and practice is everything. Everything. You practice, everything. You
0: practice all week for one game in the NBA. Like you never practice.
1: Right. Yeah. And now you had a full off season, all your acquisitions are back, all your guys who sat out for COVID are back. Preparing makes up the NFL, right? You don't prepare, you lose. Yep. Where NBA guy can go get fifty, you're in the game. Come to the last second. Uh-huh. Same thing with NLB. Your ace can get rocked. Yep. You know, I guess similar concepts apply. Your quarterback can play bad, but if you prepare and game plan for that, they're gonna come in, and I just see us pushing them around. And whatever that line is, bro, like I think I think I might slam it. You might slam it. I might. Week one.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll be looking forward to it. Uh I think it's a great uh place to end on football about a time. Yeah. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh